about how money corrupts art. And that's the beginning of Killer Reactions. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, welcome back to Killer Reactions, episode 39, I think. 39. Yes, the good old 3-9. So, this person was actually... We'll get right into it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm I'm Jasmine, your host, with guests. Jack and Justin. And Tina. Tina and Louise are also in the building. So, this person was shown to me by Ula. She sent me a TikTok, actually. uh, Is that like your spirit guide? Calling down to you. Ula, she's been level. in previous episodes, so go check her out. Um, you can find her on Instagram, tagged in uh, killer.reactions. Go follow them on Instagram. Um, she gave, she showed me a TikTok, and it was a guy talking about this lady, and it was obviously 60 seconds or less, and it was amazing. Is, it, is that the TikTok? Yeah, the max I think you can go to 60 seconds. seconds. Yeah. The more well, you know. I think. I don't know. Um, Because I can only last 35 seconds on that bitch. And, (laughs) yeah, so she sent it to me, and immediately I was like, this is the next one I'm doing, because it's amazing. So. Is it, though? There's some really creepy... Drum roll, please. I believe it. Nanny Doss. No, I do not. And this is her her God-given name? Wait, legal name? We'll get there. Government-given name? Her nicknames. The Giggling Granny... And the Jolly Widow. The Jolly Widow. And give me your first reactions. Yep, I see both of those Definitely. names as Definitely. <laughs> the freaking, the things in her hair and everything. She said I specifically she took this picture, I specifically wow. chose this picture because I was like, this em- like emulates her fucking nicknames. And it's in like black and white. Well, you, so yeah, it, like, it makes it so much you more You see like, the Jolly Willow? A willow. Widow. It doesn't. You see how it says the Jolly Widow? Not the Jolly Widow. I was like, did I? I was like, did I spell that wrong? Because me, I would have done that. Yes, it says Willow. That was not my fault. I was merely reading the script. I mean, (gasps) reading the reading the thing she showed us. So what about giggling? (laughs) Cut that shit out. Jolly. Um. Okay. So this (laughs) giggling granny. Uh, was born November 4th, 1905. She was born at Nancy Hazel in Blue Mountain, Alabama. Four siblings she had, one brother and three sisters. I don't know, why did I say it like four that? Four siblings. Yeah. <laughs> four siblings she had. <laughs> I felt, as soon we as I said it. We are in 1905, yeah. trying to get you in the mood. I felt weird as soon Here's as it came out of my mouth. Alabama. Okay, James and Lou Hazel were her parents. Um, Nanny, so Nancy is Nanny. Nanny and Lou, who was the mother, hated James, the father, because he was strict and controlling with a nasty streak. Oh, both of them didn't like him, so that probably suggests he had a very nasty streak. Mm -hmm. Good stuff. So evidence to show, uh, there was evidence to show that Nanny was a bastard because... James and Lou were married after 1905, and a census uh, showed that in 1905, she and Lou were living on their own. Wait, so, so. to make it clear, a bastard child is You're like, not married. born You're out not of married. wedlock. Yes. All right. So yes. You, the, the... That's what I know. Like, if you get married, and so you yes, find you're out a you're bastard, a week pregnant, you? and you got married today, and then your wife or whatever is like, I got, like, I'm a week pregnant, your kid's a bastard. Automatically. Yeah, because there were... Or is it, it's, is no. it born before born. they married? Oh, I thought born. it was conceived so, like, before. Yeah. So if, like... Yeah, if you were pregnant today... I was, like, nine months off. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, if you were pregnant today and got married today, you'd be fine. But if you got... If you, had a if you kid, get pregnant and married on the same day, you're good. Yes, yes, but if you have a baby and then get married... Then that baby's no, a bastard. Yeah, but which is totally fine. This isn't 
Game of Thrones. Yeah, I don't know Most why we're going nice. into this. This isn't like we're King not... Arthur ages where people care about this. Do long. they do they really call like Game of Thrones the like kids bastards? Yeah. Yes, they are yeah. very adamant about it. In fact, they don't get to share that. even nobles don't get to share the. You know what? Game. I want to Google exactly what it is because so, now I want to make sure that we're so saying the right thing. Jonathan is in the Stark family, a noble family, but he's a bastard, so they call him Jon Snow, not Jon Snark. Snark. <laughs> he's not even snarky either. No, a John person born Stark. of parents not married to each other. So, so yeah. yes, you must be born. You must be birthed before, before, before you marriage. Be yes. Okay. Now that we got that out of the way. <laughs> so her childhood was unhappy. She was a poor student who never really learned to read well. Um, she often missed school because her father made all of them work on the family farm instead because that's more important. You don't need a damn education. So by five, she was cutting wood, plowing the fields, and clearing the land of weeds and debris. Five years old. Five years old. Was she getting jacked as hell? Probably. Jesus, that's a lot of exercise, too. I wouldn't want to mess a kid that works She probably didn't develop right physically either (laughs) doing that much work. So around seven, the family took a train to visit relatives, and then the train suddenly stopped, and Nanny hit her head on a metal bar in front of her, so she suffered severe headaches, blackouts, and depression, and she blamed all of this and her mental instability on that specific accident. The event. The event, yes. So, one of her favorite hobbies was reading her mother's romance magazines and dreaming of her romantic future. That's weird. But her father forbade her and her sisters from wearing makeup and attractive clothing and going to social events and dances. Um, yeah, I mean, that would really cut into the farm. Even doing all that, yeah. though, she was still molested by a string of men before she hit her teens. What the fuck? Yeah. Wait, how? She was still molested by them? Yes. And she didn't go to her father or just I, unrelated. I, 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 I don't would know. figure I'd, I would figure it'd be her father because she didn't go to school and probably. She on the farm. That's what it sounds like. Get some money. I don't know. I don't know. That's what I'm telling you. Do, do your own research. So. Okay. So um, once she got like into her teens, and I'm talking about like teens as in 13, no, 11, 14, 11 yeah, 12 teens. Exactly. Uh, she was able to sneak away, and she figured that if she had to go to the hayloft or corn crib, don't fucking ask me what that is. Corn crib is I'm, where you keep the corn. Hayloft is where you keep the hay. I'm 90% sure. It sounds right. right. Uh, <laughs> it's definitely not where you shuck the corn. So, <laughs> I put, she figured if she had to go to the hayloft or corn crib to get shit done, she'll do just that. Is that... And get shit done. Drugs. Yes, okay. yes, 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 like, yes. Because guys um, liked her ups. for her dark hair and eyes, her bright giggle, and that she was easy. So. Like sexually. Yes, sexually. Oh, gotcha. Um, and her, apparently, maybe I don't know. Her mom might have known about it, but didn't say anything. Literally. She was like, "Do you, your girl?" Life. Uh, yeah, exactly. Because <coughs> I never could. Hmm. So, uh, her first marriage was age 16 in 1921. She met this guy at the Linden Thread Factory, where they both worked. That's such uh, a 1920s thing to say. Right? Great Depression about to hit. Wait. Yeah, about to hit. Horde. You know, eight years before this, or nine years before this, the Titanic sank? 1912. You know they know where both pieces are now? Right next to each other. They're not. Thanks. Fucking dumbass. So they dated for four months and got married with her father's approval. Oh. And his name was Charles Braggs. He was the only son of an unmarried mother. And uh, he insisted on living with Nanny. Like with them. Uh, they had four children together in four years, between 1923 and 1927. Uh, they only gave me two names. Melvina, that was born in 1923. Then she had two middle children. And then Florine in Florine. 1927. Jesus. She just gave up on what? names. 
would love to hear where those names. Yeah, I don't know. Common. Maybe they're common uh, place. I, she. I've never heard those. <laughs> she later wrote, "I married as my father wished in 1921 to a boy I only knowed about four or five months, who had no family, only a mother who was unwed, and who had taken over my life completely when we were married." She never seen anything wrong with what he done, but he but she would take spells. She would not let my own mother stay all night. Take spells. We'll get to that. So, uh as what she just said, uh Charles's mother took up most of his time, um, and often didn't let Nanny do what she wanted. Uh, and where did they live? They lived with the mother, or they I, lived with. Is this still at over the like farm? on a farm? It sounds like now they're living with the mom. Okay, because I thought at first they all moved to the farm. Yeah, and that's the what it said. For some reason, it said that's what it said. So you know what? Maybe Do your the son was. Maybe the son was. It like, doesn't fucking matter. Get the hell out of here! <laughs> and then his mom was like, "I'm coming with." He's like, "Shit." <laughs> so um, under stress, Nanny started drinking and smoking heavily. Um, she both are both suspected each other of cheating, which um, they were both correct. They and both cheated on each other. Yeah. <laughs> but they're both also very insightful about someone else's infidelity. Yeah. Um, Charles often leaving for days at a time, and then all of a sudden, two of his children died. How? Of death or? Not murder? They they died of death? Yeah, but like, I mean, like, of <laughs> death? It, or it, like, they were murdered? <laughs> no, you don't die when you're murdered. You're murdered. It's different. Uh, it's worse. So they died a few months apart, these two children. Uh, Nanny never offered an explanation, and both of them seemed healthy when Charles had left for work. But they, like, cried when they when he left, but, like, you know, they're like, oh, don't leave. But yeah, exactly. And then they both died of convulsions not That's long after breakfast. Hell. That is scary as hell. Why'd, Charles you, put, why'd you put in that breakfast until today? Unrelated? What's convulsion? Like seizure? Like, <coughs> like not doing alright at all? Yeah, like, yeah, if you're having a seizure or something. So, Charles's pain seemed to be eased by small insur- insurance payments that they received for these deaths. Uh, but started to become more and more suspicious of Nanny. Uh, so one afternoon, he just took their eldest child, Melvina, and pissed the fuck out. That's literally what I have in the notes. <laughs> there, was, there wasn't another kid, right? There was. Oh, my God. He left Nanny with their newborn daughter, Florine. Of course, that's the last one. Florine. So. She doesn't stand a chance. Because her name. Charles returns a year later. <laughs> After he leaves, summer of 1928. Um, and while he was gone, his mother died of a natural death. Hammer to the face. Did you hear that outside? Oh, that was you squeaking in your chair. Yep. Got you squeaking. it. You squeaking. That's what we're calling it now. You, oh. <laughs> you squeaking too much. Stop moving. Um,. So, yeah, his mother died of a natural death, and he brought back uh, a new woman with him, obviously, and Melvina. And this new woman had her own child as well. Uh, So, Charles and Nanny finally got a divorce, and she... Were they still married? You got married? Oh, he came back with another woman. Yeah, he came back with another woman. I was like, I thought you said he came back to get divorced. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, so Nanny returned to her, back to her mom's house with Melvina and Florine, and um, ever like ever since they broke up or divorced, Charles has always claimed and ma- maintained that he left because he was frightened of her. Well, yeah, their kids were like, "I'm so scared, like don't leave us alone," and then like they die that that same. Well, they die a few months apart. But, oh, I thought yeah, that I was said like, that. Oh I said that. But both things happen, at, you know. They did it happen the same way. Yeah, exactly. What did she do? She's like, I'm gonna fucking kill you, and there's nothing you so, can do about it. So her second marriage, age 24, in 1929. Like her second marriage. Her second marriage. 
Nanny had to go work at a cotton mill. Um, it was shitty work, but it got her out of her parents' house. And uh, her mom loved watching the grandkids, so she was like, yeah. Um, and Nanny also loved the glances that she was getting at work. You know, from the other gender. Men? The men's. So, Robert Frank... Harrelson, we'll call him Frank, Bobby Frank. Uh, was a 23-year-old factory worker. They met when she wrote to his advertisement in the local hearts column. By the way, check out episode 9 called Brothers Always Love Their Sister because we talk about that specifically and how they meet up and kill people. But that's another, that's episode 9, guys. Back to 39. Oh, oh, shit. I just realized it's 39. This is 30 episodes after. Uh, So he sent her romantic poetry, and she sent him a cake. With poison. Uh, No, they met and married in 1929. (laughs) She likes adults. Forgot. Um, Two years after her divorce with Charles. So they lived in Jacksonville with Melvina and Florine. Um, after a few months, though, she discovered that he was an alcoholic and had a criminal record for assault. Jesus. So lovely. Um, Frank would verbally and sometimes physically abuse her, and despite all of this, the marriage lasted 16 years. Jesus. Six. That's a long time. Yeah. I, when I read that, I was like, 16. I can't. <clears throat> Um, so grandchildren, Malvina, the oldest, uh, had a kid, Robert Lee Haynes, in 1943, and then in 1945, she had a baby girl, but this one was, like, harder, so she asked her baby daddy to go get her mom to come and help her. Labor was a couple hours, um, and um, surprisingly, the baby died within the hour. I was about to say, surprisingly, yeah, the baby I lived. <laughs> I thought you were going to be like, surprisingly, the baby lived till someone else showed up. So, An hour? Did she just not like taking care of kids? So, Melvina, exhausted and groggy from ether, because that's what you take when you have children back in the day. Yeah. I take cocaine for my toothache, so I get it. It makes sense, right? <laughs> yes. Just a little bit of meth in the morning. In the morning. <laughs> meth in the morning. Meth in the morning. A drop. Oh, so you've seen my ass. Stop quoting my ass. So- <laughs> That's fucking... <laughs> Big mouth. I'm going oh, through, through infringement. Stop. <laughs> Stop. What if it's not on the right tune? Oh, that is true. We sound yeah. Yeah, we sound nothing <laughs> like that. Let's go on for a different reason now. <laughs> so damn it. Exhausted and groggy, uh, she thought that she saw Nanny stick a hat pin into the baby's head. Right in the small soft part of the back. The whole thing's it's a soft. We saw that top, in uh, Come to top. Daddy. Uh, what? Remember Come to Daddy with Elijah Wood? Watch it. Look at the end. You'll know what I'm talking about. Oh, that, that's a good movie. Yeah. That's you know, because he does this. He does the thing where the, he puts it in the Oh, yeah. yeah. Same thing. Okay. Ba-da-da. So, uh, she later told her sister and her baby daddy about this, and they said how they saw Nanny that... Wait. They saw him. Wait, her, hold on. Her Shh, stuff too. My, my... I just thought I was making it up. Oh. What do you mean you guys so, do the same shit? <laughs> they said that Nanny told them that the baby was dead and that she was holding a pin. Doctors Sports. could not explain the death. Um, and then six check? months after the death of the baby girl, Robert passes away while in Nanny's care. And Robert's the husband? No, Robert is the older brother, so the... Uh, Wait, yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. they never checked for, like, any holes? After in hearing that shit? Like, they... Because there's got to be something. I don't know. Jesus Christ. So, Melvina had a fight with her baby 30, daddy so. and went to go stay with her dad, Charles, for the night. So Robert was left with Nanny. Did he also beg for his life? He was diagnosed, his death was diagnosed as asphyxia from unknown causes. What? <coughs> what? How did you figure out the causes, I haven't guys? figured out, like, the pattern. 
just of the baby just wait. Half the people in the neighborhood are like, she's killing everyone, and the other half are like, oh my god. It's, so it's Nanny like was all sad story. and shit. She even dying. fainted at the funeral. That's how sad she was. I mean, I can also. But a few months up. later, she collected a $500 life insurance policy. Policy. Policy she had took out on him. When she's like doing this with the money, I think this will make me feel better. Yeah, literally. My boy to tears. <laughs> is this a hundred dollar bill? Holy shit. So, oh, September. Was a lot back then, right? Five hundred, yeah. So September fifteenth, nineteen forty-five, uh, which was the end of World War Two. Uh, what's his face? I can't think of his Hitler? name now. <laughs> no, the second marriage guy. Frank Harrelson oh, Frank. went to go get fucked up with his soldier friends that were coming home. That sounds about right. And when he came home, he was in such a festive mood that he wanted to get fucking laid. So Bye. he tried Man, that. He got laid out. And Nanny refused. So he punched a wall and said, okay. How would you say I-F apostrophe N? If-n. If-n. Okay. if you don't listen to me, woman, I ain't gonna be here next week. Can you slur a little more like no, you're drunk? No, can't. Sorry. If-n. Uh, she complied, so she didn't get a broken jaw because that's how fucking scary he was. So this is a quote. As they had sex, Nanny stared at the ceiling, vowed to get even... The next day, tending the little, little rose garden she adored, she found her husband's corn liquor jar hidden deep in the surrounding flower bed. That was enough. She liked to keep her yard pretty. She took the jar to the storeroom, poured away some of the foul drink, and topped it with rat poison. Which isn't the foul drink in this. That evening, right. Frank died of excruciating pain, aged just 38. In an hour, an hour later, Unknown Nanny death. washed out the empty corn liquor jar. Oh, God. This is the bitch who fucking knocks the motherfucker with the with the giant piece of meat and then cooks it and feeds it to the police. She's fucking crazy. What? That's a story. It's a short story. A wife kills her husband with a meat slab and then cooks the meat because it's the murder weapon. And then while the cops are there... She's like eating the meat. She offers it to them and they eat oh it. Oh my god, that's amazing. Yeah, they're like she was bludgeoned by something, but we don't know what. Like there's no murder weapon, and she's like, I wasn't here or some some bullshit. That's... Or he fell down the stairs. I don't know, something like that. That's yeah. amazing. It's like kills wow. him with a bicycle. Oh yeah. Wow. Yeah, you hang someone also, <laughs> and you put a giant ice cube under them, and you clean up all the water. Guys, go watch Saw. <laughs> Yeah, and then right. someone walks in and it's the reason you die and you get dumped into spoiler alert. So, but, Wait, okay. Can I, can I, $500 oh. in 1930 today would be about $7,800. So it's not bad. Especially you, if you probably just took out the insurance policy. You said that was in like the 1930s, right? Ish, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. Give or take, probably like 500 bucks. Oh, more 1940s. 45. So, yeah, give or take, like, take, like, 500 bucks? <laughs> Wait, 3%. No, just kidding. I don't know. Anyways, in the in-between... 250. Uh, so, in between her second and third marriage, this period is highly unrecorded. Uh, she believed to have tra- traveled by rail to either New York or Idaho. So, literally either way. Uh, may have married a guy named Hendrix. According Jimmy? to certain records. Oh, Jimmy Hendricks. But police never followed up, so we don't know. So, anyway, her third marriage, age 42, in 1947, she's in North Carolina now. <clears throat> she responds to another Lonely Hearts column to Arlie Lanning, a laborer. And he was, I love this uh, word, so I just put it in here. He was labeled. A rapscallion. Ooh, a rapscallion. A rapscallion. A rapscallion. Ah. Yes. And it made me want potatoes, made like scalloped small, potatoes. Small soldiers. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> so after meeting for the first time, uh, they married two days later. That's so not fast at all. Lonely hearts. He was lonely, <laughs> man. Lonely rapscallion. He was, he was 
Well, you, you know, mom love. and dad got married after like five months. Really? You didn't know that? No. Yeah. I thought they like knew each other outside of height or no, wait, they met inside of They met uh, in Germany and they literally they yeah. literally Hello, hung out for like five Die months geht's? and got married. I remember uh, Dad saying that he would sneak over uh, to the girl side and then that they would get in trouble for like hanging out. Saying. Yeah, I think so. I don't remember the details, but yeah, for like Beer. five months. It was very short. That's crazy. Yeah. It's, oh. Beer. And Duncan. now they're not together. Do. But how long were they together? For like 25 years. Yeah, but they were separated for, like, a few years. Why am I telling the world our parents' life? <laughs> yes. Uncut. So, Uncut. whenever <laughs> whenever things got hectic, Arlie um, drinking too much or having affairs, uh, Nanny would leave and go up to months sometimes. Is that a bar? Um, No. She's gone, oh, gone, gone up to go, go, yeah. go, okay, sorry. Um, and then, so months. she would either just leave with no note or just literally, like, on a crumpled piece of paper under, like, the salt shaker or something wrote, like, gone. <laughs> and that was it. Gone. Um, and then sometimes she sent a t- uh, cablegram saying, send money or be home soon or whatever. And it was never from the same place. It was just always, like, random different places. Do we places. know what she was doing? No, this was, she was, oh, yes, yes, we do. Yes, we do. We're going to get to that. Do you have something to add, guess, Jessica? No, we're not going to get to that. Actually, I'll tell you now. Uh, (laughs) We'll get to that now. Uh, She sometimes visited, like, her mom. Sometimes she visited his mom, like, to help with shit. Yeah, it was, like, she just didn't want to be there. Yeah, pretty she much. was going to murder him, and she's like, I should probably leave. Yeah. wait to do that. <laughs> Let me cool down for a second. So, when she came back, they played the loving couple, and Arlie would give up drinking for a day, and then maybe, maybe a month, but usually a day or two. Um, and then Nanny would go to church, and if he was sober, he would go with her. But everyone would look at her with pity because they knew Arlie was seeing a sex worker and they didn't know if she knew. So they looked at her like, oh, poor nanny. And fuck you, Arlie. But they never told nanny. But they they never told nanny. Exactly. Exactly. So, uh, Arlie died. So just let her just get all these STDs and stuff. That's probably much better. (laughs) Arlie died. February 1950 was his funeral. The whole town turned out out of respect for uh, Nanny, not for Arlie. They just felt bad for her. I mean, I get it, but, like, also, maybe not. So he suddenly died of heart failure. Uh, There was nothing, though, to make his heart fail, said the doctor. It wasn't a knife, was it? (laughs) There's a knife in here, for sure. But it, it, it said, but in cases like Arlie, so I was like, what does that mean? cases like Arlie's, but whatever. There was no reason for suspicion. It would be dumb and a waste to conduct an autopsy. Um, And anything could be caused, could have caused him to lie in pain for a couple of days before dying. Yeah, he sounded like he was an alcoholic dick to everyone. There was a dangerous flu going around the state at the time. Um, So he was like sweating, vomiting, and he was dizzy. So perfect timing for everything. So literally like it was the symptoms of the flu. So yeah. And then he already looked like shit because, you know, he was an alcoholic. And half of his stomach was gone already from from, uh, alcohol. From alcohol. I don't know. And then he had a weak heart. So kind of just perfect storm. Like, uh, it's surprising he's he's been alive this long. That's why she's a widow. And what Nanny said around his coffin, he, she said, he just sat down one morning to drink a cup of coffee and eat a bowl of prunes I especially prepared for him. Up until then, why let me tell you, he looked in fine shape. Then, well, two days later, dead. I nursed him, believe me. I nursed him. But I failed. Why did she tell this to who? When did she say this? Around his coffin. Why would you? She's like, <laughs> I'm admitting to I did something. But two days later, he got sick after I just fed him stuff. And he was totally fine. 
La- his last Probably word? Probably just a heart attack. It must have been the coffee. What? <laughs> what kind of... What? That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Why are you... Why are you throwing it at the food and the drink anyway instead of all of the other things like the flu? She's snitching on herself. Yeah. yeah. Right? And she's people are herself. dumb as fuck. It must have been the coffee. So... Is she, is she still watching? She didn't get caught after that? Let me fucking continue, bro. Uh, April April 21st, 1950, eight weeks after he died, their house burned down. Of course it did. And it was so convenient because if it didn't burn down, uh, it would have gone to Arlie's sister, the house. And um, But since it burned down, the check was cut and mailed to the deceased Arlie, which in turn was... Nanny. Well done. I have seen this episode of How to Get Away with Murder. Uh, so, and oh, and conveniently, guys, <laughs> All Nanny. fraud, basically. It's Nanny was out of the house with the TV set to get it repaired. The nicest thing in the house, I'm sure. This... <laughs> Her favorite thing in the house. Why? What? Are these things we know about later, or people knew about her but just didn't think about? They knew about it. Oh my goodness. She's literally like. I don't know if I all of this without saying. Well, I I don't know if I get into it later, but she loves like romance stories, romance. Oh my god! Anything like soap opera. Don't fuck with cats. That's what I'm getting. I'm getting that vibe of that dude from that. That dude who's like, I like to like, I want to be like the movies I love the most. Oh, yeah, creepy. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Yes, exactly. That's a good. Yeah, Yeah, that's a good one. It's weird. Okay. There's cat death on that though. That is. It is sad. Okay. Not suitable so, for not suitable for home. Um, Nanny immediately cashed this check and left, um, but only after Arlie's mother died strangely in her sleep. I ain't sharing this shit. <laughs> what the fuck? And so she went to her sister's house and uh, nursed her because she was sick, and then she died in her sleep on June 30th. Of course. We didn't do an autopsy for that. Was she just having sex with the person in charge of doing these autopsies and police reports? I mean, that could be another angle that people weren't looking Fourth at. Fourth marriage. <laughs> April, or April, age 47. I just uh, like pull up the Nanny's <laughs> hips have flattened. She wore glasses, and now she had a double chin, and I was like, whoa. She Let's not come at the double chin. Double chin. That's <laughs> Rude. Uh, she knew she was, she wasn't turning heads anymore, so she was like, gotta get an older man now, gotta get somebody that, you know, doesn't care as much. That wants this. Yeah. So she found Richard L. Morton. And half, we hope, half American Indian, so he was tall, dark, and handsome, and they met through the Diamond Circle Club. This was a correspondence association for those looking for life partners with a $15 membership. Remember what I told you, Anna? And I was like, I don't know. Yeah. So, whatever. She switches nothing. She's, she does the so lovers thing, and she, now she's just doing the same thing. She receives the monthly again. newsletter rega- regaling the newest members and their heart's desires and, you know, whatever. So she even wrote to the Diamond Club to... Oh, so they fell in love so much... That he even wrote to the Diamond Club saying, like, get our names off of that shit. Don't let us show us that, that we're available yeah. because we're fucking in love. He even said, uh, thanks, thanking them for introducing him to the sweetest and most wonderful woman I've ever met. When did he die? <laughs> so they got married on October 1952. Was that within days? They moved to, um... Let's see. Back in the 1770s, they used to get married in about a week or two. So. I actually don't have the timeline on that one. When your so, life is that short. They moved into his house in Emporia, Kansas, and they were happy for a minute. He bought her gifts and random shit all the time. It was so fucking happy, like whatever. Uh, but then she found out that he had a girl on the side that he had stashed away in the town and was buying the exact same shit. So he's just buying two and of everything. Always so then she made him coffee. So she was pissed when she found out. Um, so by Christmas, two months into their marriage, uh, she started answering ads in the local papers because um, she was bored again. 
So she would always get the mail to see if she got any letters, and she would tell them that she was a widow and that they would sweep her off her feet into marital bliss. Um, She's like, I'm not even going to kill this one yet until I know I have another better. better it sounds option. like, right? That's I, what like, <laughs> I can't chance this. So Richard was spared a couple of months <laughs> because her dad died and her mom said she was coming to live with them for a little bit. So, so she wasn't there when he died, though, at all. We're sure she didn't kill her dad. As far as we know, yes. The wife so, probably did it at that point. After mom. a couple of days with her daughter, she fell ill with stomach pains and died. You're going to do the mom like that? And it's unclear to the motive. However, Nanny denies this one, but it's too similar. What's that? What's that show? When does she get caught? <laughs> Never. What is that Boy, one I'm show? only on, I'm about to be on page 8 out of 11. Yeah. 36 minutes in. American mm. Horror Story. I told you, I went, well, I didn't go hard on this, but like, it's a fucking good one. Sorry, I didn't know what you were saying. I know. Okay. Uh, three months after Nanny's mother was buried... Richard joins her. Six feet under. How? So a literally year later, her? her fifth husband. Huh? I said literally, never keep going. Literally with her? I don't know exactly. Joke, yeah. Three months later, probably not buried next to each other. I was just joking. Yeah. <laughs> but honestly, knowing Nanny, saving money. So five husbands. <laughs> fifth husband, yes. Age 48, Sam Doss. He was sturdy, solid, God-fearing man. He also cheated a lot. He didn't chase women, never smoked or drank, refused to play dice, and never cursed. He was was careful about his appearance and thrifty with his bank account, but he was unbelievably, irrevocably boring, according to Nanny. That sounds about right. Yeah. So, he was one of Nanny's pen pals. There was no excuse to murder him, that's probably Once it. Richard <laughs> died, she caught the first bus to his hometown of Tulsa, Oklahoma. At first, it was amazing because, you know, he had a job, helped out around the house, spoke softly, didn't, you know, abuse her. Didn't cheat. And often wore a necktie. That ah, was pointed out. You always gotta look good. Don't take off your, don't take off your uniform right when you get home, fellas. The women like that. The men also like that. <laughs> so he proposed in June 1953 when all he knew about her was that she was a widow. And then it got stepperty. He did not believe in wasteful reading, so cheap magazines, romance novels. They were uh... evil idleness. Radio and TV were meant to enrich the mind, so comedies and love stories were taboo. Bedtime came promptly at 9.30 p.m., and sex was pre-scheduled. Their spending was also kept to a minimum. The electric fan only used when temps were unbelievably unbearable. Lights were only turned on when you were in the room and promptly off when you left. And I don't think that's weird because I do that, but when she's reading, she's only allowed to turn the lamp on behind her and then the rest of the room is in complete darkness well yeah you don't need to waste all that light. how long did he last we're getting there he doesn't die so furniture was expensive because... so they used doilies to preserve them sky and really he, is a thrifty spender he expected his wife to adhere to this without complaint single ply toilet paper <laughs> oh god when she, when this shit got exhausting, she went home to Alabama for a bit. It was a strategy, and it worked. He sent her letters pleading for forgiveness for her to come back and would let her spend money how she wanted, but she said this fucking wasn't enough because you still control the finances. So he rearranged his bank account so she had the same fucking access. And now, Justin... Oh, and he also took out two life insurance policies naming her the beneficiary. And now... (coughs) 
I'm breathing in so much dust because I'm like inhaling. But plot twist, she dies. I die right now. <clears throat> so September evening, Sam finishes finish dinner. Just so you know, I take your notes. Another call, please. Thank you. I'm just kidding. I called, please. I take a while to get here anyway. <laughs> Sam finished dinner and had some of Nanny's prune cake. He began having okay. So before wait 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 before. Do you guys remember? I know Jack and I always talk about it, but the Goosebumps fucking movie where they have like cookies and they like turn into old people. Do you know what I'm talking about? These kids eat cookies and, and they like, like oh, turn into old people. Old it's like old this like ladies trying to take their life for hit their it's life a witch force. Or something. Yeah, it sounds like something Goosebumps. It's yeah, yeah. It's, it's so fucking creepy. I it's burned into my mind. And I, I don't know why. In years. I have the VHSs if you want to. We should. Okay. So, he began to have violent pains in his stomach. Quote, he took to his bed for days, losing 16 pounds in weight. Finally, his doctor sent him to the hospital, where he stayed for 23 days. He was diagnosed with severe infection of the digestive tract. And on October 5th, he was released from the hospital. But Nanny, being the sweet lady she is, let him have one last good afternoon. So she nursed him back to death. Then made him a special dinner for his welcome home. And she said, this will get you back on your feet in a jiffy. Passing him a cup of coffee. He drank I this. I said the coffee. How did you know? And ate some roast. The roast was fine, but the coffee, he was dead before midnight. The doctor released that, that released him said it was weird that a patient that he just fucking let go was dead. Yeah, I let him go because he was fine, guys, or fine enough. So he ordered an autopsy. Yes, that makes sense. Found the roast and enough arsenic to kill a team of horses. A team of horses. Don't know what a team of horses means. I would say but about I'm assuming four. at least more than one, and that's fucking Definitely enough. Definitely more than one. I say two to four. <laughs> So Nanny was unable to explain, you know, where this arsenic came from, so she was promptly arrested. So, and she's at the police She does, place. like, a love story, weird, stupid things, so that's probably why she did the coffee thing, because she's like, I said that coffee thing? This is, like, a full circle, like, book thing. Me saying, like, putting Just it wait. in the coffee this time? They'll never see it coming. <laughs> When questioned about Sam, she pretty much said she has no idea why they would think think of her to do that. He was her husband. It was ridiculous. She even giggled at the idea when asked about poisoning his prunes. She Quote, pleads insanity. Huh? She's probably pleads insanity. Quote, Nanny, we've been here for hours now. Aren't you getting tired? You killed him. We know you killed him. You know you killed him. She said... Oh, boys, come on now. I killed nobody. I don't know why you think I did. They say, We've made phone calls, Nanny, and we've learned that Mr. Doss was your fourth husband to die of the same symptoms. We're putting two and two together, Nanny, and it looks like we just might come up with, well, four. Wow. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't. I couldn't not laugh. That's so funny. <laughs> that oh, is... Yeah. Now that is a movie. You're... <laughs> You're trying some Clint Eastwood shit right there. What is, like, you're not. I did. This is real life. But he said that shit and it was cool as hell. Arsenic, Nanny. We believe that, that they all died of arsenic. It will be easier if you admit what you've done ahead of time, I mean, before we have to find out for ourselves. I read that. I was like, well, didn't you already fucking find out? What do you mean? No, they just looked to find, like, literally go. Did you, yeah. They were just like, can you just say it so we don't have to do the fucking work? Yeah. She God. said, are you gay? Are you saying, young man, that I killed all my husbands? She giggled. You're a nice-looking young man, but so foolish. And at this time, while she's having this whole interrogation, interrogation she had her romance magazine there that she was just casually, like, holding, flipping through at times, whatever. Uh, the t- head detective grabbed it, said, no more reading, Nanny. This isn't the Christian science reading room. You're going to answer us. Nanny, there are others too, aren't there? A lot of people around you dropped dead over the last couple of decades, and their ghosts are coming back to haunt you. 
They're here, Nanny, in this room. Put him to rest, Nanny. Put him to rest. Are these quotes from a movie that was redoing this? Because this guy was like, this guy loved novels as much as she loved them. <laughs> Honestly, I, I, think, <laughs> I think they said that it was like people... I should have read more. No, no, no. It's like people that like were in her life. Like this is like real like quotes and shit. Like actual stuff. Just sounds so yeah. TV. It does. She sighed heavy. She Well, she sighed, heaved, and nodded. All right, all right, all right. (laughs) All right, all right, all right. She then giggled again Mm -hmm. and started to talk. Stop. Feel that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Stop. <laughs> so she admitted to poisoning Sam's coffee, but not out of maliciousness. Quote, he wouldn't let me watch my favorite programs on the TV, and he made me sleep without the fan on on the hottest night. He was a miser and, well, what's a woman to do under those conditions? Let's all remember that this was the 1940s, 1950s, so it was very difficult to get out of an unloving marriage like that. Too bad she put herself into most of those. <laughs> she brought her, yeah. So they all looked What's at a woman each to other. Do, during those years, they all looked at each other like, "Is this bitch for real?" And then she said, "Okay, there you have it. Can I have my magazine back now?" And then they said, first, tell us about the other husbands. She said, if I do, will you give me my, give me back my romantic hearts? And then they said, I promise. She shrugged and smiled. It's a deal. And then winked. So she told them about Frank, Arlie, and Richard. And quote, if their ghosts are in this room, they're either drunk or sleeping. <laughs> this is such a movie. This isn't real life. Who it probably is things? a movie. I don't know. Who says these things? After the confessions, uh, they exhumed the bodies. The husbands, her mother, her sister, her nephew Robert, and her mother-in-law, Arlie's mom. So they didn't even get all of them? No. Oh, my God. Husbands. They missed multiple. All heavy traces of arsenic. And that stuff doesn't go away, by the way. Arsenic actually stays in, like, your body. Like, uh, really? Napoleon cool. was buried uh, with a bunch of arsenic put in his body to, like, like I don't Embalm. know, or whatever. A bunch of it. They opened up his shit, like, 50 years later or sometime later, and he looked like the day he died. That's crazy. Yeah, because yeah. he's pumped full of that stuff. So, all the other ones... So all the other ones, her mom, the sister, the nephew, the mother-in-law, perished by asphyxia and nothing to indicate toxic substance. So there was a strong suspicion that they were all smothered in their sleep. But could they prove that because she didn't admit to those yet, right? Well, they only got her, or they only went for Sam because they had... Like yeah, the they yeah they have all the evidence for him and yeah. And plus, tons so, of other people weren't alive around those people because they all kind of sucked. Asked, or she killed everyone. They asked what she thought should be done for her poisoning Sam, and she said, "quote Why anything, anything they care to do is all right by me." So she was on trial, and it's a, a quartet of psychiatrists. Diagnosed Hell her yeah. sane. So her sane. trial was set for June 2nd, 1955. But on May 17th, she decided, fuck it, I'm going to plead guilty. So after a brief hearing, she was just sentenced to life in prison. Uh, and she was barred from the electric chair, apparently, because she's a woman. She's a woman. Yeah. I literally, can you look at how I put that she's a vuma a vuma and good old nanny died of leukemia in the prison's hospital ward in 1965 at what age would that be then 60 60 years old wow that's all I have yeah I thought that she would have been killed or something to be honest I wish she was. 
Or like, Normally people just die. Like, isn't that insane? Fucking five husbands. The first one obviously didn't die, and it said, like I said, he was fucking scared of her. I mean, she looks kind of fucking scary, honestly. She does. So, yep, that's that's with Nanny Doss. Is that scary to hear that four people who, with licenses or doctors, said this person is sane? Mm-hmm. That just it just feels weird that a sane person did can that. murder that many people and do all that stuff and still be considered sane by at least nineteen. Yeah, and I think standards. on the like the TikTok video that I saw, it's like I think she said, "Oh, I was bored or something," and that's why she killed the people. Yeah, I feel like she was so like caught up in the books and stuff. She was like, "I want this in real life. Like life is boring. I used to say that stuff." That I'm gonna murder a bunch of people because no, <laughs> but you watch like a show All or movie back in this way. different world, and you're like, well, my life is boring as hell compared yeah. to that. But then at the same time, you're like, I mean, they're fighting zombies and shit. That doesn't sound too fun. I guess this is better than chilling on the couch watching a television show. Yeah, good stuff. All right, well, thanks for tuning in and listening to episode. 39. 39. 39. 39. Go check out Every other Instagram, episode. <laughs> Listen, like, share, comment. Subscribe. Subscribe. But most importantly, comment join the conversation. Exactly. <laughs> Do you have any uh, parting words? Parting words. Um, check your food. <laughs> Let's just stop it right there. That's it. We're just here first. Check, check your, your food. food. Check your food. All right. Thanks for listening. Don't have the coffee. Don't and don't eat the plums. Don't take the coffee. All right. Prunes, no, no bye. Prunes, no prune no cake. No prune cake. No coffee. Bye. Definitely no. Goodbye. Have fun with your. Are you still here? Are you gonna say bye? Yeah. You was... said bye. Oh. <laughs> okay. Bye. Okay. Bye.